0: Stefan Bradley saint Meadie here Please just introduce yourself, see so your title what, what you're actually presenting at Supernova today
1: uh, I'm Andrew Shaw, the writer of Cul-de-sac And I'm Will
2: Pladen, I'm the illustrator of Cul-de-sac
1: What's Cul-de-sac? So it's a horror anthology graphic novel set in the 1950s uh, Plays on the idea of you don't know what's going on behind closed doors with your neighbours
0: this whole project uh, come about from start to finish?
1: So Will and I worked on a story a few years ago and we clicked as a team and we sort of threw our ideas back and forth and it became uh, we both like horror so we went with our horror anthology.
2: And I suppose we felt too that you know we, we both had ideas and stories that could be told with you know, with, with our new medium of using watercolour paint and, and putting it in anthology format. Um, and we wanted to do a larger scale thing rather than being part of an anthology, we, we built the whole anthology.
0: So what does the, I guess the
1: title, was does it mean, the cul-de-sac, in terms of the story? So a cul-de-sac uh, effectively is a, a small community, sometimes gated off, and it's sort of playing on the idea of that a gated community should be safe but then the neighbours are also horrible people, so you never know. You might not be safe in the gated community.
2: <laughs> and setting in the 1950s it was a really innocent time in Australia, or so-called innocent time, um, and I suppose we, what we wanted was to have that um, very Twilight Zone-esque sort of Hitchcock feel about things that, you know, it might not be obvious horror, as in like a slasher movie, but it's, it, I suppose it's a, there's an element of uh, dis-ease when you go through the community, and there's things that are not quite right, um, that lead to greater things that are even worse. So it's the idea that, like Andrew said, is this, you know you might have the, the neighbour that mows their lawn every day, but there's something else to that that you don't always know until you pay attention.
0: Yeah, and just behind you, I'm looking at this lunar Park. Uh... Uh, I work there and I think it's great because Lunar Park to me is go there once enjoy yourself never go again not, not a fan so I really appreciate it but can you tell us like what, what's it's role in the graphic novel?
1: Uh, it's, it's sort of showing the decay of something fun and something you know, family-orientated that can also... If you look at the picture, it's got you know missing teeth and the eyes are a little bit off, and it just shows that it, even though something might be fun and wholesome, there's also a dark side to it as well. Yeah. Are you sure that's what Lunar Park always looks like? <laughs>
2: Depends on how the upkeep is. Well, the, Im- the image we use is actually from the 1930s Lunar Park. It had a little bit of a creepier look about it. Um, the eyes were a bit more bold and the teeth were a bit long. Um, but there were periods of Lunar Park where it, did, where it was falling apart, where they've repaired it over and over. But, but, um, but just like Andrew said, a, it represents a, a changing world in our book. Um, and although we start in accurate 1950s Australia, it does take a twist to an alternative reality.
0: So, since you say anthology, most people will be wondering, like, how's it all, is, is, there, is there a part where it all comes together?
1: Yeah, yep. right at the end. All, all the stories collide at the end.
0: So, like, how long until you get your Netflix series on
1: this? (laughs) We're 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 fielding offers as we speak. We we would like offers actually (laughs) while we're speaking. (laughs) Well,
0: um, where can we? So, if if we want to get a copy of this.
1: uh, so we're on uh, Comixology, digitally, and we can buy it from Etsy, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just look up cul and you'll be able to find us.
0: And what about your personal social media?
1: Uh, same thing. Same thing, Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh,
2: Andrew Shaw, Will Playden, you'll be able to find us on all, our, all those ones. It's not too hard, and we're linked into that actual Facebook site of cul-de-sac anyway, so you can find us via that actual site.
0: Is this like your first major project together? Or?
1: Yeah, okay. but there's more stuff in the works. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Uh, can you give us any hints
1: at what they'll be? Uh, we're, we're heading with more the horror, the horror as well. We both like the horror, so. Um, but it'll be similar sort of thing. We're going to look at more anthology, but in different settings and things like that. Yeah, so with
0: this horror, it's, it's, it's obviously a visual novel. So are you talking horror as in, you know, there's different kinds of horror mm-hmm. there's monstrous spirits or yep. of ghosts which scare the living down out of you or it's you know could this be some, some horrible wolf creek yep. awful character or is it more of a slasher kind of thing
2: all, all of the above yeah. I mean when you read cul-de-sac it varies for the audience So it's not just one type, type of horror I mean it it jumps around from, and offering different things from the, from the subtle through to the more less subtle a bit of something for everyone yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks very much, you guys. Thanks very much.